0: Hello, and welcome to the Fit Minute Podcast, where we talk about fitness for real people. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar, and on this week's episode, my guest is a good friend of mine, Michelle Greeno. She's a licensed therapist, and she struggled with her weight, and she's got a really inspiring story about how she's maintained and changed her life for the better. I can't wait for you guys to hear it, so let's go. Welcome to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. This is episode four. I have a friend of mine here today. She's going to talk about mental health, her health journey, and her weight loss over the years, and how her mental health has affected that. Uh, Michelle, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me, Gabby. Great to have you here. Let's go ahead and
1: get started. I just want to start by having you tell me a little bit about yourself. Sure. So, my name's Michelle. Um, by trade, I'm a licensed professional counselor. Uh, and I have a master's degree in community counseling. In the past 20 years, I've been doing a lot of management and consulting for healthcare operations. So um, needless to say, I'm a very busy professional. Um, I'm also a mom to a beautiful 15-year-old girl, so that's probably my proudest contribution. She is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I really like her. <laughs> I think she's a keeper. Um, yeah. You can't give her back now, Michelle. No, no, it's no. too late. Wouldn't in a million years. <laughs> Um, yeah, and probably just a little bit about me personally. I like to hike, um, as you know. I love working out. I love to cook, and I'm also a big fan of the NFL. So I'm from Wisconsin, and I'm a Green Bay Packer fan. You had to add that in, didn't you? Everywhere I go, <laughs> you have. I, you know what I should have done was wore my cheese head because <laughs> we're always about turning other people into Wisconsin nights and Green Bay Packer You're all fans. Crazy. So. No, I'm just kidding. That I would agree with 100. Uh, percent So I.
0: Working out and being healthy hasn't always been like a part of your everyday lifestyle,
1: has it? That is correct. Yeah. So um, I have held some positions, both in middle management and executive management, that required 50, 60, 70 hours a week Mm -hmm. of my time while also being a mom and finding places to be healthy to eat healthy and to work out is a big struggle Mm -hmm. when you are a busy professional. So um, what I would probably say is that in the past couple of years, I've really focused a lot on my awareness around those choices, how that affects my mental health, and really started to make some choices that promote and support both my mental health and my fitness.
0: Well, physical fitness also affects your mental health.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Cool. So you're a licensed counselor and you've worked
1: in mental health. What is mental health and what does being a counselor mean to you? So that's a great question because I think when you say mental health, most people are mystified and believe in some of the stigmas around mental health, you know, right? Like I'm not a crazy person, that doesn't exist in my family, Right. that would never happen to me. You think um, about like frontal lobotomies or people in straitjackets. Right, <laughs> just like anything else, a lot of the things you see in the media or on TV are not accurate when it comes to mental health. For me, mental health is really about the way that we think, how it affects the way we feel, and then how it impacts our choices, our behavior, and our attitude. And if we don't have an awareness about those things, we can become so busy in our lives and become part of cycles that are not really healthy for us. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think for me, good mental health is really about choosing to be very um, strategic, very directive about looking at yourself, understanding the links between what you think, how you feel, and how you act so that you can really live your best life. Right,
0: how do you feel that mental health has affected you um, previously?
1: That is a great question. So I certainly um, have been subject to depression and anxiety and different mental health type of disorders over the course of my life um there's a lot of shame in those types of diagnosis but i think being able to recognize those and admit that that's something that you're struggling with and get the right kind of support can be very empowering do you feel like that's shame
0: in yourself that you shame yourself or from outside sources are you
1: i think both yeah i think both absolutely even as a counselor who is somebody who is knowledgeable about mental health, who understands the types of treatment and how effective they are, you can still carry a lot of shame from having your own diagnosis and and going through some type of depression or anxiety, which are two of kind of the more common type of mental health disorders. Um, In addition, you know, you often hear, especially in the recent couple of years, you often hear people throw around terms, um, the word crazy or mental illness with things like crazy. That's okay. There's, there's a good kind of crazy too. Um, With things like violence, right? Right. You think about some of the school shootings that we've had. You think about the shooting in Las Vegas at the Jason Aldean concert. People throw around a lot of terms that they don't understand. And so there's also this kind of mysticism around the fact that people who are mentally ill are violent right um, there's also this mysticism that people who are mentally ill can snap out of it um, so a reference I like to say to people a lot of times about mental illnesses would you tell a family member who had cancer you need to just snap out of it that's not quite the right way to do it there right. are certain types of treatments and things that can help us think more effectively feel better about ourselves and make better choices that promote wellness yeah uh, we hear about a lot about
0: mental health issues, especially as it relates to the national incidents, like you just said, or disasters. What are mental health issues, and how common are they?
1: That's a great question. So I was doing a little bit of research the other day, and one of the, the statistics I saw that really blew my mind, even though I'm in the field, um, and this was from 2016, is that at any given point in that year, over 44 million Americans probably have some type of mental health disorder. Wow, That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Um, Some of the more common ones are things like depression and anxiety disorders. So really what a mental illness is, is it's a grouping of symptoms that ultimately impacts the way you function on a daily basis. It affects how you sleep, it affects your appetite, maybe the way that you eat. So you wanna talk about like weight loss or weight gain, depending on what your goals are. Um, Or motivation to exercise, or motivation to even do anything at all. Exactly. So with depression, a lot of people think it's characterized by sadness predominantly, but ultimately it's characterized by a lack of interest in your usual activities, chronic fatigue, um, not having, like I said, not having interest in those activities, not having the energy to do those things. So if you have something like depression, it's going to be really hard to, I'm doing air quotes, stay motivated (laughs) work out especially if you have a you know again think about a busy professional like myself in those corporate jobs um overweight and you're trying to lose weight you know it's really hard and you kind of get stuck in this cycle and discouraged ultimately if you don't treat that mental illness you're not going to be able to live your best life and optimally kind of address some of those goals you have about Mm. fitness because you're not thinking in the clearest way possible. And it's making you feel really bad about yourself.
0: Well, and it's difficult to diagnose as well, because it's not something you can physically see. It's not something you can see in like a blood test or, uh, you know, it's got so many symptoms of so many other things that it's hard to diagnose those certain things as a depression, because you see the commercials and it's like, are you sad? And are you tired? And it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I am. But you know am I depressed I don't know so um, it, it is common and I deal with it a lot in in my job too I see a lot of clients that do suffer from depression and anxiety and the one thing I tried to express to them is that you just even though you don't want to you have to get yourself up and keep going because when you stop that's when you regress it makes it more difficult to come back again. And, and, you know, obviously physical activity, your endorphins are going, those are things that help to offset your depression, offset your anxiety, and just get you in better health altogether. Absolutely. So, um, in your opinion, is there a link between mental health and physical fitness as we were Hell discussing?
1: Hell yes, there definitely <laughs> is. So um, let me give an example that's kind of dear to my heart because I feel like this is the person that I was When I was um, working for some large corporations, right, I was a busy professional, I was often chasing the next opportunity for a promotion, very proud of who I had become, but definitely working 50, 60, 70 hours a week. Um, In my profession, I often have landed in working in jobs where the business itself was 24/7, running call centers, running nurse advice lines, running mobile crisis teams, that kind of thing. So the business never slept. Um, As a professional, I always felt like I had to chase down, making sure everything was taken care of, making sure that, um, uh, you know, when I came in Monday morning, I had addressed everything from the weekend, which meant being involved in everything that happened on the weekend. But over time, what I started to notice was I put on weight. I was definitely not taking care of myself. I also have been a mom, like I have talked to you about, so I was spending some time there, but I found that I was feeling mostly frustrated, mostly stressed, and really kind of disappointed, right? right. So you- you And your job was, well, you were in a suicide uh, yeah, I've done a couple different parts in healthcare. So I've run suicide um, hotlines. I've run nurse advice lines. I've run mobile crisis teams that kind of... And all, all of those are very stressful. They're, they're very stressful environments to be in. Definitely very stressful. Require a lot of um, managing volatile situations or emergent situations as well. So you really had to be on, you know, kind of be on your game, mm-hmm. um, so to speak. Um where I found myself a couple of years ago was really unhappy with my weight. Um, like I said, if you looked at me professionally you would have thought, wow, Michelle's very successful. But I was pretty, you know, pretty miserable with my weight and not happy with some of my other choices in my life. Um, around that time, I think it was about in 2013, um, I decided to join Weight Watchers for about the fourth time. <laughs> and I say that Which because happens a lot. it's yeah. okay to stumble and to fail. Um, And for some reason, that particular time really started to kind of take for me. And when I lost that first 10 pounds in the first couple of weeks, um, I started to feel very hopeful. I started to recognize that I was saying to myself, I can't believe you did this. You did it. You're very successful. And I thought, wait a minute. What have I been telling myself all along before? So I think my lesson... Negative self-talk. Negative self-talk, which happens even to counselors, right? You think that we have special skills to... Or to personal trainers. Right, to personal trainers. Yeah. I um, still look at myself in the mirror and go, what is that? <laughs> ex- well, so do I. I. <laughs> the, the, the journey has to continue in yes. 2018. Yes. <laughs> um, but what it made me recognize is I need more tools and resources and supports in my life that, ha- that help me stay aware and stay on top of my game of this negative self-talk mm-hmm. and how things have been going for me. So, As I went through that Weight Watchers journey, um, the really cool thing about Weight Watchers is it gives you resources behaviorally, emotionally, socially. You know, it really teaches you a lot of skills, not just about nutrition, but really it's kind of counselor-esque in a sense. So that's what I really liked about it, being a counselor, to help you get on top of managing your weight. It also teaches you a lot about the things you say to yourself Right. So as a busy professional, if you get stuck in that cycle and you can't lose weight, you might not realize you're telling yourself, wow, Michelle, what's the matter with you? Why can't you do this? You right. might even be saying to yourself, you're such a loser. You might be looking in the mirror and thinking, you know, nobody even wants to be around you because look at you. You just don't, you know, you don't look at Oh, s- But I think you're beautiful. Thank you. You say <laughs> those things to yourself. And I say that as an example. You say those things to yourself and, you know, they they're hor- they make you feel horrible. Yeah. You feel ashamed. You feel Well, and you say them to yourself over and over and over again until you really start to believe those things. Right. So one of the things I learned through that journey is that I had been using my workouts as a punishment for being overweight for a very long time in my life. And I thought, that's not really the way I want to go with this. Ultimately, right, I... If I have better, more positive thoughts about myself than being able to work out is—it's really a gift, right? You know that I have this ability to do this. If I have other tools and resources to be able to help me nutritionally, help me behaviorally, help me make better choices when I travel about my weight, then the workout, right, becomes kind of a different platform, right? And I think differently about it um, than I do if I'm using it as a punishment because I'm overweight, and so. Gaining that knowledge in that particular year through the process of Weight Watchers was kind of very enlightening for me Uh to realize that, like, wow, I have a lot more work that I need to do on making sure that I put all of this in the right place in my mind for my mental health, for my wellness, in order to be able to maintain and sustain this weight loss that I have
0: right you know in my last episode I was talking to Alex about uh, his w- journey with Weight Watchers he said that his mom and his, him and his sister just joined Weight Watchers and it really didn't work for him um, because it's too easy to cheat it's too easy I don't like to use the word cheat because I don't feel like it's cheating but because that's a punishing term um, but it's too easier to relax for him he needs more of like um, a, a, what am I trying to say? More of like a relaxed kind of mm-hmm. setting, but not free freestyle, I guess, is what Oprah calls it, the freestyle program. Uh-huh. So the freestyle, he feels like, well, if I can have wings and pizza, then I'll have an entire pizza and wings. And he didn't say that. But you know what I'm saying? Um, I've so been
1: there. I know exactly what he's talking yeah, about. We, and I've know, eaten the whole pizza.
0: You know, we actually were talking about this the other day about limiting yourself to a certain number of chicken wings. <laughs> So instead of having a dozen, I think I say that to you every time I see you. Yeah, it's probably true. It's probably very true. But um, I wanna, I wanna touch a little bit on how you feel like this helps you live in reality, live in the real world, and like not restrict yourself so much that you're miserable. Like you're living healthy, but living within your means of being healthy. Yeah,
1: I and I think that's a great point, Gabby. Um, One, one of the things that I realized and on this Weight Watchers journey that I was on. Is when I lost the 32 pounds and what was at my, I'm doing air quotes again, (laughs) considered goal weight, I was starving and miserable. Right. And that didn't fit with my values about health, about happiness. And so I've actually redesigned my ideal weight to be about eight to 10 pounds up from that. Um, And to fit within your value system. To fit within my value system. So part of my value system is, like you said, being in the real world. I'm a woman who still travels for work. They have, as anybody who knows that travels for work meetings, there's food everywhere. That's not healthy. I now have the tools and ability to be able to go to those without shaming myself, without feeling guilty. Maybe I put on a pound when I go to those, but I come back and I put my other tools into place and I'm right back where I was before. So for me, part of this journey was really learning to understand for my mental health and wellness, what does my ideal weight look like? Mm-hmm. Um, the, the cool thing about what you were talking about before um, with your other client is that there's no exact right tool or resource that everybody has to use that it's has to cookie be cutter. prescriptive. If Jenny Craig works for someone, if Shakes work for someone, if working with a nutritional coach works for someone as a counselor, I support people understanding what they value, Mm -hmm. understanding what they can afford, because our financial health is important too, and putting that into place. For Mm -hmm. me, that's always been Weight Watchers because um, it is catchy what Oprah said, but I do like the more freestyle approach. I like to be able to um, have the ability to go out because, as you know, chicken wings are one of my favorite foods. I like the if I had to live without chicken wings, I would be back to being miserable, and being miserable kind of doesn't fit with my definition of health.
0: Well, and if you're unhappy in what you're trying to fit your lifestyle in, you're not going to stick to it. It's not going to be a consistent thing to you. So finding something that fits in your values, fits in your daily lifestyle, fits in what you feel makes you happy is what's going to get you to conform and to really be consistent with it over the course of the rest of your life, as opposed to completely cutting out an entire food group where you're miserable. You know, I mean, there's things that I like, too. And, and I'm more of a freestyle person, too. I'm, I'll print out or I'll make myself a meal plan and I'll be like, nah. Eh. Maybe I'll have this today, or maybe I won't do that, or I'll make meal prep, and then we'll just do something totally different. Because that's I I have the tools to um, be able to know what is healthier and what is not. And if you know you want to just eat a pizza for a day, it's okay. It's okay to do those things. It's okay to go off script. It's okay to go off of what you think is being perfect. Because being perfect. There is no such thing. There's no perfect, there's nobody that is out there that's fitting into one style and is only doing that all the time. Everybody has their good and bad days, their good and bad mental health days, their good and bad fitness days, and it's just a cycle of life and the cycle of daily living and how much you're working and how much you're playing and whatever else you're doing. So. Um, what do you experience in your personal journey your health ups and downs what are your health and fitness ups and downs other than you know gaining a few pounds of, and losing a few pounds of weight obviously that's something that
1: is an up and down thing Yep, and that's that's a great point so um right like i said i i lost 32 pounds in 2013 i'm maintaining closer to 20 pounds off and so much happier with really good energy um now in 2018. But it is a journey that I need to be very strategic, and I need to direct my actions, my thoughts, and my feelings toward maintaining that plan. I like what you said about things that are sustainable. So I have done diets and nutrition plans that were very restrictive, and I've literally isolated myself from friends and family to avoid food and situations and and I was miserable I'm a complete extrovert so as you can imagine if I stay in my house for longer than two days I'm going to be talking the cashier's ear off at the grocery store (laughs) you know yes I can see you doing (laughs) that absolutely right and And then looking at you cross-eyed like what is wrong with this lady who's this lady that just walked into (laughs) the grocery store somebody you know get her out of (laughs) here Um, those didn't work for me. Right. If that works for someone else, kudos and more power to you. I think, you know, like I said, whatever tools and resources fit with your value system is what I would support as as a counselor. Um, but I think it's it's really important in this journey to accept the fact that you are going to have ups and downs. Right. But be accountable to those ups and downs. So. And it's
0: a process. Like you said, you lost that weight back in 2013 and continue to maintain Now it's been five years of ups and downs and weight gain and weight loss and trying different programs and trying different things to maintain
1: that healthy lifestyle. Absolutely. And so my goal is to maintain that healthy lifestyle, to be fit, to have great energy, to be a good mom and continue to be a successful professional but to also maintain accountability. So one of the things I'm I'm really proud of because a lot of people talk about how they fear vacations, especially if you struggle with your weight mm-hmm. and how am I gonna manage vacations? So um, I think part of that process is you, you have to be accountable. You have to know where you're at. You have to be willing to measure or get on the scale or track or do whatever those things are in this journey on your good days and bad days. And then when you have the bad day, you have to be able to stop the thoughts that are kind of nasty to yourself and say, hey, I, you know, I wanted to eat that pizza. It's okay. I'm accountable. Now I'm going to put a few different things in place to get that weight loss back down again. So um, as you know, took this five week vacation with my best friend and my goal was to weigh When I came back, I was going to allow myself one week when I came back to weigh exactly the same as when I left, which I did. Yes. So I
0: was very proud of
1: you. You did very well. I was super (laughs) excited. Um, For me, I get on the scale. So I brought my scale with me. The vacation did not come without five-pound swings. There would be weeks I'd get on the scale and go, yep, I certainly had a good week. (laughs) I know exactly where that five pounds came from. But then I would get into the next week. But it's not
0: that it's not negative self. It's not treating yourself in a negative way to just continue down that path. It's accepting the fact that you have. Yes, I put on this five pounds. I know where it came from. I know that I'm doing it and I'm going to pull back in other ways and throughout the rest of this to maintain that because You don't want to get to that point where you're in this depressive state that you're
1: unhappy because of what you did. It's not punishing. You shouldn't punish yourself for treating yourself that way. And that's where I think people get a little confused, right? We we think accountability is punishing, but it's not. Accountability is, I made these choices of my own free will. Um, Now I'm going to make different choices to get back to what I value. Mm -hmm. And so my maintenance of my weight loss probably swings along that same five-pound continuum all the time. I consider that maintenance. And that's
0: perfectly normal. Mm -hmm. It is a perfectly normal place to be in that five-pound swing because there are going to be good and bad days, like I said. So what tips would you give um, other people for adopting a wellness approach um, to their own health and fitness?
1: That's a great question. Um, In a society where we promote a quick fix, and you can get anything in your life in seven days if you just put all this stuff into place. Unless
0: you order from Amazon,
1: you can get it same day. Uh, you know what? That's a great point. I, apparently I'm Immediate an, I, this gratification. This an Amazon plug. <laughs> Immediate gratification. I would say as a counselor, we have to step back and recognize that it's making small daily changes that really get us to very good places. So if I was working with someone who was – as you see these, these types of folks in your business completely overwhelmed and frustrated, I would say, let's start with a small change. Right. What is it that's most important to you? And really evaluate what you are doing that's standing in your way. Be very honest with yourself mm-hmm. about what that looks like and then choose to make one small change. It might be as simple as, well, I eat out four times a week because I am a single divorce mom and I have to pick up my kids from daycare and um, I don't have time to cook. Maybe you make a choice to eat at a restaurant that you know is healthier, has smaller portions, um, those types of things, and you get some momentum behind that change. So what I mean by that is um, kind of track your change, understand how you feel in relation to your change, write things down if you have to, kind of journal out what's going on, but give yourself a few weeks to make that change and see how you feel. Or making small changes, like, I mean, obviously,
0: as a a single parent, it is more difficult to have things prepared and and make a meal because you're working and then you come home and then you've got your kid and you have to make a meal for them and it's easier just to swing by. But doing something as simple as making a change to meal prep one meal a week, say, I'm going to put something in a crock pot this morning so when I get home from work, it's ready. So, it, is, it can be something as as minute as just one meal a week, starting with one meal or one small change as as cutting out sodas or, you know, not eating ice cream every night or just a very simple thing to start to get you to the next level because it's not all about cutting everything out today or making a change today because it take, took you a lifetime to develop these habits
1: and and... It's gonna take a lifetime to change those things. I, I agree with that 100%. The beauty of starting small and, and watching what happens is when you start to feel that momentum, you get pretty excited about making the next change. Right. And then in a couple of weeks, you make the next change. And if you're tracking this over time, all of a sudden you've gone nine months and you're probably a lot closer to your goal than you ever thought you would be. And yeah. it, it's just an amazing experience. Um, The other thing I would say is for people to get the right support. I think that people are willing to invest money in themselves, but they don't often choose supports that are right for them. Find someone um, like yourself who believes in people, who believes that people can achieve the success, whatever their goal may be, that's willing to put that time into the relationship so that you have the right support to help you when you're ready to dive face first into that ice cream. Because bin. it
0: takes time and you have to have that support system, definitely. Um, well, I wanna thank you for coming on today. I really love talking to you about you know mental health and how it affects us and, and obviously how much fitness and your diet affects it too, is, it's very important. So thank you for coming on and talking with me today and I hope you all join me next week and have a great day. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute podcast, Fitness for Real People, with me, your host, Gabby Mazar. If you would like any more information on what we talked about today, you can find it in the show notes or you can find it on my website, www.healthybodyworksaz.com. Please leave us a review if you like what you hear or subscribe to our channel on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to. Join us next week to hear more stories about people just like you.